Ladies and gentlemen, guys, gals, non-binary pals, prepare yourselves for episode 12 of the Curious Kingdom podcast. My name is Demi Gloom, she, her, and I'm not on this episode, but I'm editing this episode, and you can thank me for the, the beautiful editing that is way better than Jason's editing. Jason normally episodes, edit, edits the episodes and does a terrible job. Uh, so fuck you, Jason. Also, the Brony Initiation Podcast is coming back. Bye. <laughs> What's up, everybody? How you doing tonight, Mo? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Uh, I'm doing all right. Watching. What are you talking about, Death Note? We're talking about the Death Note and uh, watching the State of the Union uh, speech. That didn't happen. I didn't watch that. (laughs) Yeah, you you didn't miss anything. It was, you know, your, your typical State of the Union speech. There was nothing really there. But anyway... I don't think I've ever watched a State of the Union speech in my life. They're fucking boring as shit, dude. Like, sometimes they're entertaining. Like, uh, back in the day after, like, 9-11 happened, uh, the fucking crazy shit, like, America is strong! We're gonna fuck up some fucking countries and shit. People are gonna fucking pay. State of the Union is strong. <laughs> you know, listen to fucking Bush, like that little fucking psycho toad. Uh, go fucking bat shit about it. Boot anyway. Uh, but anyway. Uh, by the way, I just want to say before we start, this is the the this episode is special. One, I guess, one of three that are going to be special because our usual audio engineer is taking a little bit of a break. So these episodes are hashtag the Demi cut of Kira's Kingdom. <laughs> All right, Demi, I want you to listen to me, cut out everything that makes me sound fucking stupid, <laughs> and then leave in all the uhs and dead airs from R- on Riley's side, all right? I'm just no. letting you know that. Oh, no. <laughs> Fuck. I just, you know, I want to make sure that for the audience that I sound and, and look good, so, you know, just like, I'll, I'll give you a few bucks, you know, on the back end here. Just hit me up, kid. Well, what's <laughs> funny is that Demi edited the last episode as well. Uh, which the listeners will have heard by now. It's not out in this present time when we're recording, but it will be out when you hear this, obviously, because it's the next episode. But, um, oh, God! I'm sorry. What the fuck? Well, hold on. My my tablet just had a seizure. Um, but anyway, uh, so Demi edited the last episode, and she says that she spent over an hour cutting awkward silences. So... <laughs> Fun. I guess, I guess that speaks to the quality of our banter on this podcast. Just like now. That joke's only going to be funny if Demi leaves that part in, though. Well, who knows? But anyway, we're talking about Death Note, episode 12, Love. 
which aired in Japan on December 26, 2006. And the episode director, I'm going to get it right on the first try this time, is Hiroyuki Tsuchiya. And now, Hiroyuki Tsuchiya. Hiroyuki Tsuchiya, that's right. Uh, so, this episode starts uh, with Light being invited uh, to help the test force with the investigation, uh, which Light is surprised by, but also so, uh, happy with, because he, he wants to do that, because he wants to investigate this imposter, Kira, um, and he ends up going to the task force headquarters, uh, where he meets the rest of the task force for, I guess, the first time, um, and <clears throat> he learns all their code names, and he learns L's code name of Ria. Saki, which he has a hard time remembering, <laughs> keeps calling him Ryuga, um, and oh, fuck, I'm sorry, I'm really tired. <laughs> Damn it, <laughs> I'm sorry. My my brain trails are not finishing. <laughs> the it's like it's like in Roller Coaster Tycoon where you don't finish the roller coaster on purpose because you want to watch the people die. That that's what's happening mm-hmm. in my brain right now. <laughs> Those roller coasters are not finished well here do you want to just mark this down real quick because uh you want to just do it tomorrow then when you're got no, some rest no because i we're already here all right all right all right um but uh so you know l's and he doesn't want like to know that there's a second kira but it doesn't seem to have anything to do with him trying to suss out light as kira at least that's not how he states it to the rest of the task force He's simply implying that uh, he wants Light to corroborate his theory, and he states that if Light comes to the same conclusion, it almost completely clears him of being Kira, and even if he doesn't, there's still an equivalent chance he's Kira. It doesn't make him any more suspicious. So that's that's how Elle states it, but I don't know if that's necessarily how he's thinking. What do you you think, Mo? Do you you think Elle's... Kind of, kind of being a little bit backhanded with the rest of the task force here. Uh, I don't think he's backhanded. I, I think that, uh, I, I think he's, uh, he's more suspicious than he's letting on of light, though. That's what I think, anyway. <clears throat> yeah, I could definitely see that. In this scene in particular, it just had me thinking, like, I don't know if that, I don't know if that's true. <laughs> Well, because he's like he's he's progressing so fast, and like you know he's like it's it's almost been since like minute one, like or moment one of the meeting. At least you know, like in college, it seems that he's been really pushing hard to get light on the task force, and it seems to be like the classic case of keep your enemies close, et cetera, et cetera. I, that's that's what I think. Even though he keeps saying that, I only think uh, suspect him five percent. I think that he's got a lot more suspicion than he's letting on, or he's uh, uh, letting everyone else know. Either that, or he's super super paranoid. Maybe he thinks one of the uh, current uh, uh, members of the task force might be uh, light, or m- might be a uh, uh, fucking Kira. Kira, Kira, fuck. I don't know why I fucking forgot his fucking name, but yeah, you know. But then I, 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 I highly the doubt that. Obviously, but this podcast is. Yes, Kira. yes, 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 yes. I, I don't forgot. I'm sorry. Uh but uh, yeah. I don't know if it's necessary that it suspects light more, right? It just seems. 
Uh, it seems more like, you know, Light is just the only solid suspect that L has. Like, even if he doesn't suspect him that much, he's the only, like, individual suspect that he can nail down and investigate in a meaningful way. So, like, even if it's like, oh, I only have a 5% shot here, but, like, might as well. I can't figure out any other suspects. Yeah, he probably thinks that by having fucking Light in there, he can probably, uh, figure out who the uh who the uh, the the copycat is that's what i think anyway in fact i think they even said so, well no i i guess like it's not confirmed that he's uh that he's light but he definitely thinks that he's at least a useful tool to get the copycat maybe somehow they can uh yeah it seems that the smoke out whether he's kira or not he's gonna be useful in finding the second kira yeah, at least at the very least, they can use the second Kira to uh, to uh, flush out the the original, the real one. Uh, but okay, so uh, lights in the task force. He views all the tapes and shit, and he's originally gonna not say anything about there being a second Kira because he wants L to go on TV and die. Uh, but then L like questions him, and Light immediately figures out that he's being tested. And he does, in fact, say that there, he suspects there's a second Kira, uh, which L is happy with because it makes his theory more corroborable that uh, Light also came to the same conclusion. Um, and it makes Light's father happy because it's, uh, as L puts it, the fact that Light came to that conclusion makes it less likely that he's Kira. Uh, so everybody's happy in the task force. And they come up with a plan to flush out the second Kira. And their plan is to make a message and claim that it is from the real Kira. And L wants Light to play the part. <laughs> yeah, dun dun dun. And I, I have to go ahead and uh, say it's it was really kind of funny, like how uh, Light was just sitting there watching the tapes, going "motherfucker, son of a bitch, <laughs> this fucking thing, you're, you're oh, yeah, fucking like, everything up." He's just having like a ass finger. Fuck that guy. Yeah, he's having a full on fucking meltdown, but that fucking poker face of his keeps him like you know looking like he's just observing quietly, silently. Yeah, that's that's Light Yagami for you. He can mm -hmm. be having a he can be having a whole ass mental breakdown, and he won't see it in his face at all. <laughs> It would be really hard to concentrate while I have like a little like a protege or a, pro a prodigy fucking or like a, a whatever the uh, the term is for like a young fucking detective. I guess it would be prodigy or something. Well, no, that would imply it would, no. It would be prodigy. that would imply that protege is some somebody who's being taught by. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, prodigy is like you're standing alone. You're an ex you're an exceptional person. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. Good. Thank you, English major Riley, for that correction. I appreciate that. Yes, because I've <laughs> definitely been to college. <laughs> yes, you've been to collage. Quick, spell college for me. All right, uh, you failed. Too late. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It hit a light or uh, uh, oh fuck, uh, L just staring. Uh, staring daggers in the fucking light while he's watching it, it would would really like unnerve me. Like I would be like, dude, can you please not watch me while I watch these tapes? It's really important, and you're like really really distracting me. And it would just unnerve me a little bit, you know. Yeah, me too. Also, L's stare is kind of unnerving just in itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's got that. He's got that light in his eyes, but it also screams, I'm dead inside as well. 
So it's sort of like, I can't tell which one you are, hopeful and optimistic or dead inside. <laughs> and another thing that I really like, so um, Light scripts out his fake Kira message and shows it to L. <laughs> and L's like, you know, this is pretty good. But like, if we put in the part where you say you're free to kill L, I'm gonna die. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of like the whole purpose right now is to make sure that I don't show up on fucking uh, TV and I die. Because this is going to really fucking suck if I die. You know, no, but it's really funny that he reads, like, light script. He's like, you know, this is pretty good, but maybe we don't need the part where you say that I die, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, hey, let's uh, cut this part out. Maybe we can all just go for waffles, you know? <laughs> and and let's just like, sorry, man. Got too, got too deep in the character. <laughs> My bad. I was pretending that I was the killer that you've been yes, after this I was entire time. I was time. pretending Wink. that I was Kira. I was getting really into pretending that I was Kira. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, and Ryuk is amused by this whole situation as well. Like he, he definitely he has his own his little maniacal laugh when L casts Light as Kira in this fake video. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, we cut back to Misa, who is... Fuck, hold on. Uh, so she, she watches the message, the fake message, um, and she immediately wants to respond to him, um, and she finds her camcorder, um, and the Shinigami seems not super thrilled about it, but, you know, she's not getting involved. She's a Shinigami. We know her name is Ren now. Um, and, um, yes, we had the, we, we finally had the big reveal, like the, the official, like, Hey, I have more lines in the episode now. Here's some fucking backstory. You yeah. Know, we, dun, actually, dun, dun, dun. we actually get to see Misa and Rem and hear them speaking and <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So and, we... and, and, and like all fucking like, you know, uh, like a lot of women, her age, you know, she's a big fan of serial killing and murderers and all that. And I find that equal parts erotic and unsettling at the same time. Because uh, those bitches be cray. You know, th th those is, are... Is there, is there starting to be a, a space in your pants? Or is Detective Waifu still holding it? No, Detective Waifu definitely is still holding it. Like, she like she looks okay, but, you know, I, I, I don't know. There's nothing really going on so far. Unless she does something like totally, you know... I don't know, adorable, I guess. But, like, so far, nah, like, Detective Waifu is, uh... Everything Misa does is adorable. What do you mean? Oh, yeah, especially the killing the innocent people <laughs> yeah, part, you know? Yeah, that's really adorable that she does that. Oh, it's so cute. Like, hey, what's up? How are you doing? You're gonna die of a heart attack, and it's all me. <laughs> it's so like, cute. Like, oh, okay. No, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I want to die in a billion years or something, maybe, when I'm tired of life. I don't want to die, you know, when I'm in, at a good age or something, you know? Especially, like, you know, even if it's a hot chick who's killing me, like, you know, maybe you got, like, a couple of, of points of haughty points, you know, in that category. But still, you are killing me, and, and that I, I just don't at, like. at least At least don't kill me with a mad notebook. At least kill me physically in some way. That might make it a little bit better. 
Oh yeah, you know you're not you're not going to get fucked to death. You, no one ever gets fucked to death. Everyone always gets a knife in the chest. At least suffocate me with your thighs. I mean, come on. <laughs> anyway, so uh, the fake Kira message, or I guess uh, technically it's a real Kira message, but it it the gist <laughs> is that uh, it's uh, Kira wants. Uh, second Kira to obey him, doesn't want them to kill innocent people, and I guess doesn't want them to bother with the whole L thing. And Misa sends a response immediately. Um, well, well, hold on, before we get to that, I want to go ahead and like focus on this scene for like a few minutes, because okay. we get some Shinigami lore. This is, that's after. <laughs> oh no no I, I thought this is I thought this was the scene where like she records the where she like goes fucking cuckoo caca pee pee fuck nuts fangirling for uh fucking uh Kira. No. Yeah, I thought this was that scene. No, this is uh, this is next scene. Next scene is that is the thing you're thinking. Oh, okay, okay. So <laughs> I, I'm I'm behind one. Thank you. Thank you. Fuck. <laughs> Now I look Demi, like an Demi, asshole Demi, who out. doesn't know his shit. <laughs> no, Demi, cut that out. Cut that completely out. You bad. But uh, anyway, uh, so Watari uh, streams the response to uh, the task force, and obviously Misa is all for uh, obeying Kira and being super cool and stuff, which pisses Light off because he's like, if she really knew what Kira wanted, she just demand L dies anyway, so Light is not amused by this <laughs> second Kira's un unthoughtful subservience um and uh the the second kira misa starts saying some words that she shouldn't be saying she 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 mentions that uh she doesn't think that kira has the eyes which lights poker face does break for a second there yeah no one fucking notices no one noticed which i thought was fun good but his, his poker face breaks for a minute and Light is enraged uh, that she would mention the Shinigami eyes in a public video. Shut um, up, bitch! Fuck, you're gonna get us fucking busted! Which, again, which she tops herself immediately by saying that they can show their Shinigami to each other. To yeah, like, like this chick, if this were a fucking drug deal, I would have walked away a long time ago because this screams, Police! Police! I'm over here! I'm doing an illegal activity! You know, this is like the kind of shit that you want to keep on the DL, you know? Excuse me, police. I am Kira, yes. It is me. Um, which, upon the mention of Shinigami, uh, L has a little bit of a little bit of heated gamer moment. He, uh, he starts freaking out a little he bit. He says the N-word on 4chan. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you must have been really inspired by the L character. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I wasn't. I wasn't. He was inspired by uh, Frank Reynolds from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia when they have the musical episode and they uh, get transported into black people's bodies. And all the time, uh, the entire episode, Frank's like, all right, I'm black. I'm going to say the N word. And it's just fucking hysterical as shit, man. It's a fucking great episode. Like that, he he was all about it. Like it's funnier if if you watch it and you knew what I'm talking about. I've seen the two second clip of him singing. I'm gonna say the N word, but I have not. Okay, 
Oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, that's that's good enough then. Like he, you know, he was inspired by that. <laughs> but anyway, so after don't El fact has check his... me on this. It's in my head canon, okay? After L has his little freak out and like fucking falls out of his chair, and he's like, "There's no way Shinigami can exist." And then Light's like, "Yeah, idiot. Of course Shinigami don't exist." And and what's really funny about this scene? Is everybody's like freaking out? Like she got me. That can't be real. What the fuck? And the whole time Ryuk's just in the background. <laughs> yeah, it, like I'm surprised he just isn't fucking dying of laughter at that point, especially with light uh, with, with L, uh, just you know going oh, oh, like a fucking like a, a puppet in fucking uh, Team America, just going oh my god, Shinny got me. So that leads me to believe that he has maybe. Maybe he's had experience, or maybe a run-in with somebody that's had a, a shinigami-ness uh, happen in their well, lives before. Because, like, why would he just, like, randomly freak out? He also uh, then immediately that? says there's no way shinigami can exist. So, I don't know <laughs> if that's true. Well, maybe he's just kind of a spurg. Which I, I I'm, I'm actually willing to, like, accept perfectly. It, seemed, it would fit his character, kind of. Yeah, I think I think he is just a spurg. I think we've got know that much. Um, I mean, he about pissed his pants the last episode when someone like you know like put his uh, arm or put their hands on his shoulder. He was like, "Oh, please don't bully." Um. So after this happens, uh, uh, Chief Yagami surmises uh, that we might be dealing with the same Kira after all, uh, because uh, the original Kira mentioned Shinigami in his message that he left in the prison letters. Am I cutting out, by the way? Uh, you're you're cutting out just a little bit. Hold on. Hold on. Okay, hopefully it works better. You I, sound a lot better now. My connection is, like, fluctuating really weird. I'm not a fan, but, uh... Anyway. It's fluctuating. Fluctuating exactly. Um, but uh, yeah, so Chief Yagami uh, surmises they might be dealing with the same character after all, uh, but that's a possibility uh, that both L and Light shoot down. And the conclusion they come to is that Shinigami is some sort of code word for their killing power, and that uh, the second Kira is trying to meet the first, and which is, uh, of course, entirely on base. Um, and then we cut back to Misa, who's doing a modeling uh, photo shoot. We learn that Misa is a model. Uh, so she has her little photo shoot. And then afterwards, she plops down on her bed. She's tired. She, she had a hard day of looking pretty in front of a camera. Um, and Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's hard and exhausting being hot. It's true. <laughs> so Misa starts, like, questioning Rem about, like, Shinigami origins, which the way she questioning her it seems obvious that misa has already heard this story and just like is asking her about it again for some reason because like the way it's phrased she's like oh yeah what was that thing you told me again uh she's like an airhead yeah uh. some of it some of it anyway i think she's already heard but uh so she asked Rem how she got the second death note uh, which Rem tells her that... Oh, okay, okay. Is, is this the part that I botched? Is this the scene yes, where we get the Shinigami lore? 
Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Because I really, really enjoyed this scene a whole lot. Yeah, we get some, we get some nice Shinigami lore here. So, uh, Nisa asks Rem how she got her second Death Note, uh, to which she replies that she's one of the very few Shinigami who knows how to kill another Shinigami, and that's how she got the Death Note, uh, which Misa thinks means that she killed another Shinigami, which Rem quickly corrects, saying that she was simply just there when he died. Uh, and Misa obviously wants to know how to kill a Shinigami because she's curious, which I feel like Rem is a lot... <laughs> Rem maybe shouldn't have shared this information so so quickly and hastily. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah like you never give this kind of information to a fucking like psycho to a ditzy psycho fangirl this is how like fucking uh 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 selena fucking died and shit man she just knew too damn much new locations new fucking motivations like was obsessive like she fits all the fucking criteria of like a typical serial killer Yeah, Misa definitely checks those boxes. She's and that Misa is the hottest serial killer. <laughs> but uh, so what? Don't fucking tate on me for my Misa love, you uh, son of a bitch. You want some miso soup? Misa soup oh, on your face? <laughs> That's disgusting. You want some miso loving? Some Misa loving? Misa needs some loving. <laughs> Fucking make her dr uh, uh, dress up as Jar Jar. <laughs> Misa, or you, maybe you dress up as Jar Jar. Misa needs some sex. Oh, well, uh, I, I don't know. Join me and my new co-host Demi Bloom next week. I am <laughs> deleting Mo Diggity from my life. <laughs> yes, in my terrible Star Wars jokes, I I, I do apologize for those who uh, just heard that, you really shouldn't be listening to this podcast and you wouldn't be hearing this silliness, but you are, so tough titty. Anyway, yeah, the uh, uh, the story of how a Shinigami can die is actually kind of cool because, well, it basically, they, they have to fall in love with somebody. Like, you know, the way to kill... Human. Yeah, they have to fall... Oh, yeah, they have to specifically fall in love with a human... Because then they do stupid shit like preventing a human's death, you know. And uh, I, I thought that was uh, it's is like in, in a in a Shinigami world where everything's kind of a uh, you know cynical and a little bit jaded and sort of ho hum. This was sort of a nice departure from that uh, from from that norm in the Shinigami realm. I thought. Yeah, it was it was definitely an interesting story. So, uh, the story is that there's a sh another Shinigami named Jealous uh, who fell in love with a human girl. Uh, he just watched her go about her daily life, and then it Shinigamis can see lifespans, and it came to the last day of this girl's life, and it didn't really make sense to Jealous because she just seemed so young and full of life. So why was she dying now? And Rem also was curious, so she decided to stick around and see how this girl was going to die, um, which we find out is because some guy, some fucking insane guy with a knife shows up and professes his undying love to her and gets cruelly rejected. Uh, so he starts trying to stab her, I guess. And then Jealous starts write, writing his name in the death note, which, not cool, bro, can't do that. Um, so Jealous writes the attacker's name in the death note, and the girl is saved. Jealous 
turns into something that is neither sand nor rust. I don't know why that's such a specific detail. Um, but uh, well, it's probably it probably means something to the Shinigami and nothing to really to us. Yeah, that's probably true. Um, but yeah, so Jealous fades away, uh, and Ram gets her death note, and and uh, the girl gets her lifespan extended to the lifespan of Jealous. Uh, and then we find out that the girl in question was in fact Misa. Yeah, so- it was. It was uh, said that it was uh, uh, beyond her natural limits. Which, yeah, you know, so I, I guess, guess could mean, you know, 20 years or maybe 2,000 years or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't really know. That, that, I suppose that's true, but you have to imagine also that uh, Misa uh, Mane did accept the Shinigami ideal, so whatever crazy lifespan she had is now cut in half. Well, like, you know, like, what's a, well, you know, like, a, if they live to be, be, like, say, like, four or five million years, what's, like, half of four or five million years? Misa's and then that's that's like such a bullshit number. I'm just throwing that out there, for instance, you know. Now, if it were like three or four years, that would suck some major dick. That's that's true. Uh, th- that would in fact suck. But uh, so yeah, they they tell that story, um, and uh, Mis fuck get okay. Got it. Words, characters, sentences. Okay. And three, two, <laughs> two one. one. So Ram gives Misa a death note uh, to sort of honor Jealous because Jealous loved Misa. So that is why Misa has this death note now. And that is that is where we're left on that story. Um, and then we cut to Light, who is at that cafe uh, where him and Ellie had their little coffee date. Um, and he's Thinking about the second Kira, he's getting a little ang- angry and heated. He's like, who the fuck is this imposter? Meanwhile, Misa's in the same cafe, enjoying a strawberry sundae and, and kind of having a little uh, romantic moment. Be like, oh, I wonder what Kira's like. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like the, the, uh, the ending scene where it's just like the both of them in the cafe, but they're like totally oblivious to one another. And that's this episode. Uh, so, Mo, uh, final thoughts? Uh, I thought this episode was really, really good. You know, we, we finally got, like, a, some more fleshing out of uh, who Misa is and all that. Uh, I, I liked uh, the immediate backstory that we got. You know, like, we got her origin story now, and now there's a uh, cheese related uh, in, in some ways to the Shinigami, which I, I kind of enjoy. Uh, so that means that this is just some rando that they picked out of the blue, right? Uh, it wasn't an action-packed episode like the last one, and not every episode needs to be. You know, sometimes you want action, sometimes you just want to talk. You know, and I thought that was really, really good. The pacing of this episode I thought was really well done. And, uh, you know, I, I like Shinigami back, you know, like we got some Shinigami uh, uh, back lore, you know? I, I like that a lot. And uh, it's it's made the uh, the show like a, a little bit more uh, richer from it, like this episode did, I think, because they just came off of a real banger of an episode with episode ten. You mean episode eleven? So yeah. Or do you, did you mean episode ten? <laughs> no, w- with episode ten. Like this is episode eleven. This we is just episode came 12. off. Of, 
No, this is episode 11. This is episode 12, Mo. The last one we watched was 11. No, it wasn't. No, we just got done. Oh, shit. Oh, okay. This was fucking episode 12, huh? Yes, Mo. Okay, no, no, no. I Like, my bad. I just, I have not, like, I'm, I'm not high or anything. I just fucking lost count. Because I'm still thinking about, like, episode 10 and shit. But maybe I'm episode just... Episode uh... 10 was the one with the tennis. <laughs> Okay, shut up, Riley. God damn it. <laughs> My bad. Hey, like, you know, I'm sorry. I watch a lot of TV and YouTube videos. There's going to be a lot of shit that just gets, le- you know, lost. Oopsie doopsie. And I'm trying to be more, uh, I'm trying to talk to more streamers and be active in their duties. And so far, all this one, when I tried to compliment them, was like, wah, people yell at me, boo-hoo-hoo. Like, oh, fuck this. I hate it. It's such like a waste of time. If I had a death note, I swear. Hey, anyway, uh, yeah. <laughs> the only other streamer you need to talk to is twitch.tv slash Riley Streams. Yeah, if he ever streamed, I fucking would. I streamed like two days ago. No, it was like four or five days ago. I, I streamed Fortnite with Andrew like... Oh yeah, you did. I was supposed like a few days ago. I was supposed to uh, join in on that game, but I got fucking bitch slapped with a seven fucking gig uh, uh, update. I'm like, ah, fuck a bunch of that shit. I'm not going to even bother right now. I'll just I just uh, updated it afterwards because I want to watch TV and stuff, and I- I'm getting impatient. Hmm. I hate down. I hate my fucking internet, man. Like if if I had my old internet while I was living in San Antonio, man, this would not be a fucking problem. You'd see green screen, all sorts of shit, all sorts of graphics. I'm I'm, I'm back at like seventy percent power, but like you haven't seen me at a hundred percent. You haven't seen my full power. I've not seen your full potential. No, I've not seen the the true power. Nine nine nine. But uh, three questions of the night. Uh, first of all, uh, favorite character of the episode. What do you think, Mel? Uh, favorite character. Um, I'll go ahead and I'll give it to Misa because it was her episode and she was very, uh, you know, entertaining. I kept. I was very, enga- you know, she was very engaging. Got like, you know, got into the backstory and all that stuff and. You know, I'm very interested in seeing, you know, like what her character arc is in this uh, series. So I'll go ahead and give it to her. uh, For me, I'm not going to give it to Misa because I think, I don't know if she shines that much in this episode. I think she shines more later. And I also just gave it to her last episode. So I don't want to do it two times in a row. Well, yeah, that, that's because this is my first time seeing it. So you have different perspective on it since this is a multiple times. That's, that's true. Uh, yeah, I know. I know Misa as a character moving forward. I think there'll there'll be better episodes to give her the nod. Um, but uh, for this episode, there's a couple of candidates. Like I guess honorable mention to Jealous. Uh, but yeah, uh, I think I'll give it to L. Uh, I really liked L in this episode. I liked his. I liked him doing a little trolling to light, uh, making him play Kira in the fake video. I liked I liked his big reaction to the Shinigami. I I think L was very entertaining this episode, so I'll give it to L. Yeah, I was considering giving it to Light, 
But I was like, yeah, there's probably going to be like a million fucking episodes where I'm going to give it to fucking light in some capacity. So I'm trying to like uh, not do that as much as possible. But yeah, he was his performance in this episode was really, really good as well. Wait, so are you talking about light or are you talking about L? I'm talking about light. Okay, because I'm talking about L. Oh, yeah, yeah, I I know, I know, I know. Uh, But uh, favorite scene. Oh. Uh, favorite scene. I, I I think it was the uh, the the scene with jealous, uh, or jealousy. Was it jealous or jealousy? It's jealous. Jealous. Okay. Yeah. The uh, the episode with uh, the the part with uh, jealous and uh, the other Shinigami. What what was her name? I think I only heard it once. Uh, Rem. Rem. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, uh, him and Rem. You know that was. I thought that was a really good scene. I I, I liked it. Uh, I can agree. It's definitely an honorable mention. Uh, but I think for me, my favorite thing this episode is just seeing Light in the Task Force headquarters for the first time, and like him, him meeting the Task Force, and him having that little little troll interaction with L. I, I think I, I really like seeing Light at the Task Force headquarters interacting with L and the rest. So I'll g- I'll give my nod to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like his his meltdown. Uh, was really really good. That was my second favorite scene in the in the. That's uh, true. I guess episode. that is a really long scene. If I had to pick a specific part, I'd probably say uh, the little interaction between Light and L when Light scripts his hero message. Like, yeah, that whole scene is gold. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, right out of ten, and I'm not I'm not gonna hit you with the over positivity this time. Oh, this was a good episode, but mm-hmm. it does not it does not reach the higher echelons of the last two. Um, I'd give this one a solid. Let's say eight and a half. I'll give it a seven. It was it was a good you know like a, a base episode. Uh, you know like it wasn't bad or anything. I enjoyed it. I had thought it had a really good ending. I liked the ending of the episode, and uh, yeah, it was a uh, it, it was a good like it was a good exposition episode. So I I enjoyed that a whole lot. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna go that far. I like this episode. Uh, Ice is kind of spoilers, but I doubt I'm. I think I've said this before too. I doubt I'm giving any episode of the show any lower than a seven. And this is not a seven episode. This is not one of the lower ones. So I'm all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. That's that's good. That's good. Like so far, I haven't had any reason. I I I haven't been bored. I haven't been bored by an episode. I don't think anything's really been bad. We're only like now like a. what was it, 12 episodes in so far? Yep. So, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, like, it's it's been a banger. It's been a banger of a season so far. Uh, you know, like, a lot of uh, a lot of shows have some really fucking boring spots where I'm just fucking snoring throughout the entire one. I'm like, zero out of ten, fucking see you next week. You know, so far, I haven't had that at all. <laughs> no, Nate, no watch, see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> This is my version of L plus ratio, plus I'm sleepy. L plus ratio. How have I not named an episode of this show L plus ratio yet? (laughs) There's a character named L. I feel like it's a no-brainer. Well, you have plenty of episodes, I I, assume. I did did name, I I named episode two Light Takes an L. Light Takes an L. Which I was kind of proud of. That's nice, that's nice. That's a good pun. Uh, but anyway, uh, so yeah, I give it an eight and a half. Pretty good episode. Um, 
So, do we have any new bullshit to talk about, or are we just going to talk about Ukraine again? <laughs> no, God, I don't want to fucking talk about the goddamn Ukraine again. I'm so fucking done with this shit. Like, here's the funny part. Like, I think, like, Russia doesn't have as much, like, they, they, their fucking tanks and shit keep running out of gas. And a Ukrainian farmer hitched his fucking tractor to a tank and fucking hauled it the fuck off while the fucking Russian soldiers are screaming at him. And they can't fucking shoot him because he's in front of a giant fucking hunk of metal. So they're fucked. And I thought that was fucking hysterical. There's supposed to be a convoy, but, like, it stopped suddenly, and now people are speculating that's out of gas, too. And uh, so, yeah, this, this whole war is a fucking shit show. So, like, this, this should be in, in a month. It's going to be really, really interesting how we look back at this. At this, inc at this uh, incident, this invasion. Yeah, it will be interesting to see how this ages. Uh, but I'm trying, I'm trying to think of something that isn't Ukraine uh, to talk about. <laughs> well, uh, Biden just had his State of the Union speech as of uh, this recording which would be like the 1st of March on a Tuesday, I do believe. And uh, in it, he, he said a whole lot of nothing, a whole lot of promises like usual. It was a, a very uh, 5 out of 10 State of the Union speech, just like all of them are. You know, a whole lot of promises, and most likely nothing's going to ever come out of any of them. Uh, he says, we need to fight for $15 an hour minimum wage. That's never happening. Automation will happen before $15 an hour wage uh, fucking happens. And uh, uh, what else? A lot else? of states uh, are already close enough. I don't think it's that big of a thing. No, like, you, you underestimate the greed of corporations, man, and the laziness of fucking managers. If managers can cut out the fucking uh, staff, and they're the ones, like, because there's no reason now not to fucking just pay the managers a shitload because you save so much fucking money, right? And you have your little goblins, your little fucking minions running around the fucking business, and then boom, like, you know, your lackeys deserve the money then. So it's it's kind of like it's kind of like a slap in the face if you really think about it because they they won't be able to kick all the people out of you know a business you know they're going to have to have people running the fucking uh the robots and stuff but uh yeah those who remain are going to get fucking fat paid That's fair um, that and uh, uh, he also made the promise of thirty dollar uh, a bottle insulin, and Obama tried to do that. Trump tried to do that. Nothing ever fucking happened because lobbyists exist. So if uh, Mr. Biden wants to fucking uh, impress me, he'll kick all the fucking lobbyists out of Washington, and then I'll actually believe that some of this shit will ever fucking actually fucking happen. He's got a. We need a president who's going to do it the Maddox way and just, like, take off his shirt and fight them in the courtyard. That was something Maddox said, our biggest problem. I don't think anyone would fucking care if I fucking just, like, shot all of them in the fucking streets. I think everyone would fucking celebrate. Oh, That's no, all the lobbyists saying at all. All the we'll, lobbyists we'll, we'll are dead. Not. Oh, no. Let's like, not seriously, oh, oh, come on. Like, anyone in the, who's listening right now, tell me that you simp for fucking lobbyists. Okay. I don't sim for law. I, I was simply suggesting that we get, get maybe a little not bit of Fed a... post. Or right, right, right. Maybe I can yeah. go one fucking episode without Fed posting. 
I, you know, I was suggesting that Joe Biden have a street brawl with them, not shoot them. <laughs> Joe Biden will shit his pants before he gets out to the fucking block. No, nah, we need we need a we need a president who can fight them. <laughs> I, I just found that bit really amusing that, that Maddox did on Biggest Problem. <laughs> I'll challenge him to a street brawl. Oh, shut up, Maddox. You can barely cook fucking. No, he rice, said he said that he would become he said he would become the president of the United States, and then like. If somebody disagreed with them, he would just step out to the White House courtyard and, like, fight them. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, but, uh, fuck. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much all the bullshit that's fit to print. What about uh, you say about Ukraine? I, I know, I heard you uh, drop Putin, like, 7,000 times. So I oh, yeah, 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 we, we must restrain, remain strong, my allies, my Russia, my Putin. Uh, it, it's like, you know, write a fucking script and boom, you got it. It's the same shit. Like, Marussia, Marussia, Marussia. That's all it fucking was. Nothing really interesting or anything like that. Because a month from now, they'll all fucking meet at the White House and shake hands or at the UN fucking council. You know, all these fucking, all these sanctions, all these restrictions will go away because that's how the fucking world works. If there were any fucking justice, you know, people like fucking uh, the president of China or Vladimir fucking Putin or anyone from uh, any of the uh, governments in the Middle East would never be at these fucking places. All right, I'll put it to you this way. Uh, Saudi Arabia would not be on the Human Rights Council, you know, uh, neither would China. You know, because China is heavily involved in what they consider human rights. And, you know, the, those uh, little sessions and stuff. And look what they're doing to the fucking Uyghur Muslims and shit. Hell, look what they do to, to the fucking Hong Kong people, you know? Listen, we've heard enough about human rights. It's time to talk about human wrongs. Oh, there's so many human wrongs. <laughs> One of them starts off with electing fucking Biden as president. Oh, and... Listen, uh, I'm, not, listen I'm not saying I'm, I dislike Biden, but... I, I I may or may not have a friend named Brandon who I'm going to depart with to go to a place, and before we leave, I might I might say the phrase "Let's go, Brandon." Oh God, <laughs> that's so fucking cheesy. I'll give you a four out of ten though, but that's the best I can do. Oh, uh, so uh, there there was one thing that stood out at the uh, the State of the Union uh, was uh. Hashtag fund the police. Uh, Biden and all the fucking ACAB Democrats, except for uh, Sheila Jackson Lee, uh, AOC, Nancy fucking Pelosi, uh, Cop Mala Harris, all these people stood up and applauded like fucking train seals, that they, like the train seals that they are. And uh, Biden says, we don't need to defund the police. We need to fund the police. And everyone was like, yay! Yay! All over what bad luck. No, no, like he what? fucking did. Every fucking liberal douchebag in there that was all like, we need to defund the police and like have San Francisco and, uh, you know, have Californian and New York fucking style uh, laws. You know, the people who are going in uh, to fucking Walgreens and shit and just fucking taking shit off the fucking shelves and just bailing out of there. These people, the ones that applauded that and implemented that, about faced on all that shit. And now they're uh, screaming, yes, yes, we love our cops, our law enforcement. We love our military. They're important. So, yeah, a little bit of a 
uh, fed Alaska, fed, baked. I'm a fed fucking Alaska. Wait, did he say we need to fund the police, or did he say we need to fund the military? Because you just brought up the military. No, no, I was, I was, I was making a baked Alaska shitty salt rap uh, song reference. Okay. All right, so this, uh, this streamer, this, uh, a uh, fuckhead piece of shit, fucking a uh, federal agent, fucking streamer, who uh, was at the January sixth, uh, quote unquote. Uh, Are you talking about uh, baked right? Alaska? Yeah, I'm talking about baked Alaska. What? Yeah, he he's got a song that's that's all in auto tune, because you know, like uh, the early. No, 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 I'm talking about the 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 slander you just put upon Baked Alaska. Oh yeah, because yeah, he got he got out of fucking uh 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 January sixth jail, and uh, because he fucking uh uh he uh uh, cut a deal with the fucking feds, and so now he goes to all these uh, America First rallies and stuff, and uh, he's all in the face of the people who are like, "Yeah, man, you know, stuff is bad, and I don't like the president, and January sixth wasn't bad, and all that." And he's like, "Yeah, yeah," like he's like an old fucking uh, FBI agent, uh, goading on uh, young Muslim uh, uh, men and uh, anarchists. That's not true. The, the no, 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 no. Al- didn't hire Baked but, Alaska. To no, fucking- I'm not saying... No, he's not. They didn't hire him. He's a fucking CI. He's a confidential informant. He's a rat. Like, he's a fucking fed. He's they a stupid. They did no. not let Baked Alaska out of jail so that he yes, could... They no, they cut, they cut a fucking deal with the dude, so he'll fucking rat out on his uh, fellow patriots. That's why he's fucking out of jail now. I mean, how the fuck is baked out of fucking jail so much quicker than anyone else? Okay, so this is Moe's game theory, then. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, all right, fine. I will say this is my working game theory. The baked okay. Alaska is a fucking fed. I don't think that's true, but well, whatever. But, <laughs> yeah, what was, I, what was I fucking saying? Yeah, 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 uh... Everybody, there is such a shitstorm uh, about this fund the police shit, and this is not going to work well. Like a uh, all the goodwill that the the Ukraine distraction from COVID and shitty lower fucking poll numbers, I think this just went all out the window with that fund the police comment because Biden's real base, his uh, uh, fanatic base. Uh, their hardline fucking a cab, you know, like defund the police, kill a fucking cop, you know, say save the world, kill a cop, sort of people, right? And that's just not me saying that. That's fucking them saying that, right? And uh, they pretty much just lost all their votes. A lot of the check marks are like, Jesus Christ, this fund the police shit. When's the fucking next election, man? So yeah, th- this is this is not going to bode well. Uh, for the election that so, will be so what you're uh, for saying Biden's that, uh, uh, re-election process. What you're saying is that the people who support the Biden campaigns are not, in fact, rowdy fuckers. They are cop killers. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I like that. I likes the references. <laughs> are you eating something? No, I'm fucking around with a bag of pennies. <laughs> oh, okay, why do you have a bag of pennies? Uh, long story. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Anyway, yeah, that's that's pretty much pretty much uh what's been going on. Uh I don't really have anything to angrily rant and rave and carry on. I think I got that all in my system last night. <laughs> Whoa, Kimosabi. Dead air. Hey. 
Don't, don't acknowledge it. It's not real. Well, it's even more awkward when you just let the 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 dead air, the dead air just like persist because I'm like, no, because the I dead air goes away. No, it doesn't. But it's it's still dead air. Yes, but it gets cut out. Nobody has to know about the dead air unless you bring it up. All right, Demi, clip this part out and put it on YouTube and on Twitch, okay? Because I, I want, I want like fucking people to talk about this. Spread the word. And, yeah, spread the fucking word of you know, like Riley doesn't understand uh, dead air. That's that's what's going on. I do understand dead air. It, it doesn't feel like out. you do. That's why we have an editor. <laughs> The dead air does not exist once Demi Gloom is done with the audio. It's gone. It gets deleted. All right. Well, I guess you got that there then. Mo, where can our listeners find you on the internet? They can find me uh, creeping and a crawling at twitter.com forward slash mosidegaming42. I got a pin tweet with all my stuff on there. You know, go check out twitch.tv slash modiggity. Uh, trying to get 2,000 followers on there. Uh, the new episode, the MoCast, is currently being edited right now. I just worked my, uh, long fucking hours. and been edited I didn't for know. two weeks. <laughs> no, no, it's been, it's been a week, and I didn't know that it was a week because, like, this entire week, I thought it was just like two or three days ago that we recorded this shit. So I was like, yeah, I'll give myself one more day. And I like fucking spaced on it. And I'm like, oh, fuck me. God damn it. I'm so fucking. I might have to hire an editor to do this shit. Cause like, you know, I just like, I, I either don't have time or I forget. Or it's like, or I blow a bunch of fucking time up in the, up in the evening just staying up editing shit. And I fucking hate losing sleep due to editing, you know? Well, I'm sure that either Jason or Demi Gloom would be happy with some extra cash. So you've got uh, options. <laughs> yeah, I have options. I've got options. Uh, yeah. But what work? Where can our listeners find you, Riley? Anchor.fm slash Riley Megafeed. You are here. You're already there. Uh, there's a bunch of cool podcasts here, and also in the description is everything else that I do, including my YouTube channel, which you should subscribe to. I'm 15 subscribers away from the big one hundo, so please. Yeah. If you end up on the Joe Rogan podcast, you went too far. You have to backtrack a few. <laughs> it's not a knock against Joe Rogan. It's sort of a. A bug, old Bugs Bunny joke. I almost referenced Albuquerque, but I didn't feel like it. <laughs> Albuquerque. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that's it for Kira's Kingdom. Join us next time for lucky number 13, folks. I have been Riley. And I have been Mo. Bye. Yeah, bye. See you later. <laughs> Get out of here. Go home. The show's over. <laughs> Get out of here. You, you ruined it. You ruined it all. Like, you, we, we told you not to fucking meddle in our affairs, and we'll, we'll, look what you did. You, you fucked everything up. Get out of here, you filthy animal. <laughs> <laughs>